So do you really struggle with pursuing pleasure or getting help? Or maybe it's a friend or family member and you've noticed the same thing. They just refuse to get help or they just can't live a life that has any type of pleasure. Well, welcome back. In today's video, I'm going to give you five reasons why that happens. Now, in those, there's like several three to four things. So you're going to get about 20 different things, reasons or explanations as to what causes this dilemma of an inability for us to seek help. You'd think we'd just, we'd all want to get better and live life to our potential, but it's incredibly rare for any of us to live a life. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. For we pursue pleasure. And we seek help. Just think, how many times have you procrastinated today? That's avoiding pleasure. That's avoiding help. It is a common occurrence. It is rare that any of us ever pursues help and pursues pleasure. So let's tackle where that came from. Because I don't know about you, I'd like more of us to experience more pleasure. So... The first reason is this, it's the codependence we learned in childhood. I know people don't want to hear that, but we are all codependent. We're all raised codependently, and I've there are many ways that shows up, but one of those is, do you realize, think about it as a child, who did we depend on for pleasure? Our parents, right? Because who allowed us to play with that toy? Or who allowed us to have that friend sleep over? Um, who allowed us to go outside and do whatever it was? It was our parent. Like for us to seek pleasure, we needed our parents' approval. So do you see what we learned? In those moments, we learned that pleasure and help comes from outside of us. It's not internal. All right, now this isn't blaming parents. I mean, most times parents restrict pleasure because they're trying to teach us things. It's very good for us. But there are also, in many cases, equally as many times, parents restrict us pleasure because they don't want to deal with it. They're overwhelmed in their own life. And so they just go, stop it, go to your room, just not now, all right? And so it's in those moments that a child learns to depend on pleasure from their parents. And so now, as an adult, think about it in your life. How many times... In your relationship, do you turn to your partner looking for permission to have pleasure? Oh, gosh. Do you want to do that? Where do you want to go to eat? Oh, I don't care. Where do you want to go? Well, it doesn't matter to me. You just pick. Well, I'll eat anything. Like, And you have couples just back and forth. Can't make a decision. Don't want to offend the other one. They just want the other one to decide, oh, it's okay to have pleasure. And, I, you know, they, they, we, we just don't even know how to ask for our needs and wants. We don't even know, many people don't even know what brings them pleasure because their parents decided those things for them. Who, you know, who they could play with, whether someone could spend the night, if they could have friends over, if they could play with this toy, whatever it may be, our pleasure was decided for us. And so 
now we are as here we are as adults and we feel we need permission we need validation or acceptance from others before we will seek pleasure or get help number 2 obviously if since we are all raised that way and all of that's codependence is our beliefs the way they get sh shaped we've all been raised to believe that to seek pleasure is selfish that what's what is the ultimate you know thing in life is to do things for others right now i'm not saying that's a bad thing i think it's wonderful to do things for others but we're not taught the right and wrong way to do things for others. That actually self-care, self-love is not selfish. That the only time we can truly give to others is if we are doing it from a place of reserve, what I call reserves. In other words, I've loved myself enough. I've taken care of myself enough so that when I do care for you and I do do things for you, it doesn't, I'm not depleted. Because what happens when we're depleted, when we've just given and given and given and we got nothing left to give, what do we end up doing? Blaming, resenting, and throwing it in their face, keeping score, you look at all this stuff, like we get, we're filled with rage, all these different things. Well, that's not giving to others. We're, it's a cost. It's a cost to us and it's a cost to them because we're going to hit them over the head for how much we do for them and give to them. But both society, parents, you know, and religion have taught us, you just have to give. No matter what, give, 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 give. Again, I'm not disparaging parents. I'm not disparaging religion. I'm just calling into truth that they've missed a step when they teach us how to give. We can't give from a place of depletion. There are rules we need to follow, what I, you know, talk about in my book, Your Journey to Success, a whole chapter on the power of saying no and some prerequisites on what we need to do before we say yes and do anything for anybody. If we want it to be authentic giving, if we want to be giving from pleasure, if we want to be helping from a place that's true help and that's not manipulative and then, you know, using it against them. Religion doesn't teach us that. They just teach give. Parents just teach give.